seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, you've never seen one. I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film. The Video Nasty Podcast. My name's Christopher Brown. Ruggiero Diridato's um, Cannibal Holocaust is one of the key temple video nasties. It is emblematic of the entire thing. From its lurid cover of a, a cannibal chomping on a bit of flesh through to the shocking violence, the uh, the animal cruelty, the sexual violence, it is uh, encapsulates, I think, pretty much everything that people didn't like <laughs> about the video nasties. He did, however, make another cannibal film before that one. 1977's Ultimo Mondo Cannibal, also known as Last Cannibal World, Jungle Holocaust, The Last Survivor, or, as it is here on the Video Nasty section free list, Cannibal. There's some familiar faces in the movie as well. Mimi Lei. Ivan Razumov as well, who both appeared in the Lindsay Man from Deep River, also known as Deep River Savages. As we said, this is effectively a precursor to Cannibal Holocaust, which was made in 1980, and this was made in 77, and really has far more in common with it's almost a pseudo-sequel kind of uh, follow-up film to Man from Deep River, the Lindsay movie. It is insanely cynical, impressive, oppressive it's a it's a it's of all the cannibal holocaust all the cannibal films aside from holocaust and um lenzi's similarly cynical and vicious cannibal ferox probably one of the better made of the slightly more adventure-led cannibal films that we we keep we can keep on coming across on the list such as you know eaten alive for example or um cannibals as well there's something very dark at the heart of ultimo mondo cannibal it's almost like diodato knows what he's doing fairly early on only to kind of come back and revisit with increased cynicism and viciousness when he decided to make his kind of incredible you know enfant terrible um cannibal holocaust it is an for what feels like it should be just a boy's own adventure, a really, really cynical, grim, brutal viewing. Go on, George, go in closer to Deodato. For more than three months now, we've been living in the jungle. Our only means of communication with the outside world has been this small plane, which at the moment is under repair, and a helicopter has been bringing out our supplies. We came here in the first place to make a film taken from a true story, and while filming, we've lived a real adventure ourselves in a world where cannibalism still exists.
seems impossible that today there are still primitive tribes who have never seen a white man. Tribes still living in the Stone Age. It's very dangerous here. In fact, we have to be continually protected by armed men. strikes when you least expect it. of fear, of danger. One of the local technicians disappeared a few days ago. Of course, we sent out search parties, but there's little chance of finding him in this infernal jungle. The Tajadots are cannibals. This is their environment, their world. At great risk, we have filmed the rituals and everyday life of a unique people, a rare document of the last cannibal world. Mishima Foshi is uh, our our lead actor. It's a guy called Robert. They are traveling to an island in the Philippines, um, and are in a look in an outpost in the jungle. The plane lands, it crashes, it gets pretty brutal, and they kind of get lost in the jungle, and things get go south pretty quickly. Various members of the t- the crew that were on the plane get killed, and um, in the end, Robert lost in the jungle. Oh, eats some poisonous mushrooms, and wakes up, and he's being basically prodded with spears by jungle cannibal tribes. From there, in the same kind of vibe to Man from Deep River. There are a number of tortures and initiations and viciousness around him. In the end, uh, Robert comes close to one of the people on the um, cannibal tribe called Pula, Plipamimile, and they uh, and she sort of maybe <laughs> tries to help them out and help them to escape, uh, and then. We get into this classic thing of, you know, 
heart of darkness style stuff of you know the the jungle kind of eats away at civilization and you know the man becomes a savage and that's actualized itself by animal cruelty rape and cannibalism itself and the you know robert escapes the tribe or you know a changed man so Lindsay was originally uh, queued up to make this film from the producers uh Giorgio Carlo Rossi, but uh, Lindsay apparently, allegedly, wanted too much money. In step, uh, Diodato, who at this point was um, very much a, a gun-for-hire uh, director. He'd uh, done, uh, already made Live Like a Cop, Die Like a Man, which is a uh, Italian, it's a bit like, uh, it's a crime, police buddy drama, it's, it's, it's crazy, and it's cool, and it's good, and you should give it a go if you get a chance. And also worked on other people's films, um, such as, uh, being an assistant on Django. And then he'd done some, in the 60s, he'd done comedy and musical and thrillers, but this was kind of, you know, A, an attempt to kind of reboot and kind of kickstart, you know, to, you know, Lindsay's, um, Deep River Savages had done well. So this was the kind of, you know, we can come back and have another go at this. You know, we can do it well. But, uh, and he, what he does is, there's a thing, I think, you know, if you go back to how I spoke about Campbell Holocaust, there's this element in terms of going to somewhere like into the river and kind of, all of it kind of going a bit crazy. Diodato is insistent that the animal cruelty in the film would have happened anyway. And, you know, I don't want to be too too down on that stuff, you know, whatever helps you sleep at night. But uh but what it did involve was, you know, quite a sizable amount of um of viciousness, you know, crocodiles being killed, there's some there's a snake and a bat fighting at points and that kind of thing. And it, and an incredible I mean, when you talk about true cynicism, an incredible scene where a woman gives birth to a baby and then throws it into the river for a crocodile to eat. It's just like, just amazing. I felt really dumbfounded at the same time. This mix of animal cruelty, gore, violent gore, you know, obviously like fake rubber gore where people are getting ripped apart, and then and, and sexual violence as well. Is, is is all present in, in, in Man from Deep River, but Diodato um has a harder edge to him. This doesn't or you know, you think about this in terms of being a you know a boy's own adventure film, you know. Like those old uh thirties and forties uh comic book type stories, you know. The white man goes into the river, into the jungle, and uh you know Will he get out alive from cannibals and the, you know, all the various bits of torture and, you know, gruesomeness that sits perfectly fine in cheap pulp paperbacks. But when you actually put it on the screen, it's like, fucking hell, this is, this is headily racist and also offensive. The, um, and all that's present. Um, I think, you know, so you, you think about the, the, the rape scene and, and, the, the lengthy fade to black that goes afterwards and like how it's kind of an indicator of you know how the circumstances have changed the man so when he's captive and he's being tortured and he's just trying to get water and food he's still very much he's he's very much still a a normal normal 
a, a you know a non-violent, non non-aggressive, animalistic man. It's only when he then goes into the the, the jungle itself that the kind of jungle you know he, he starts providing that stuff. So after the rape, when it goes to black, it's it's fairly clear and that you're meant to be like. You know, it's, it's, this is a bad thing that he's done. And it's a clearly awful thing that he's done. But at the same time, Diodata is very aware of the fact that it's titillation. It's um, you know, it's it's giving lurid content, and so he kind of wants to have his cake and eat it. This is something I'd argue that he he fights with again with Cannibal Holocaust, but is you know even more cynical and vicious and nasty, and it works better in that. Clearly, because he's got a you know, regardless of your, your feelings of whether they should have killed that you know that turtle, or you know, he's obviously attacking the type of team which he is in this, who go to an area, kind of do whatever they need to do to get the um, the locals to do stuff on camera, and then uh, and then get off and basically then call them savages afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's just so 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 awful. And there are elements in terms of, you know, obviously Mondo is in the Italian title and the, the soundtrack by Ubaldo Contiello is again kind of that, has the same kind of playful musical, um, tone to it. It's, um, it's, it fits the same kind of, um, like much like the documentaries, it's almost soothing and calm and reassuring while on the screen, obviously, is this horrificness. Again, it feels like, you know, although the Adato at this stage is, you know, a gun for hire, he's playing around with these, um, these themes and these ideas that he, you know, he, he, he is part of the problem, and he's become. I think during the filming, maybe he became a bit aware of that as well. So the film is um, it's a hard watch, um, but you know far more of an action movie than you know the cynical horror of Holocaust. And um, I think you need to be aware of that. You know, it's if, if you if you want to watch it. Hilariously on the VHS cover, his name is Diodato's name is spelled wrong, which gives you some indication of the amount of care that was put into these kind of releases, I think it's fair to say. So the film was released in 1981. Uh, sorry, was released in cinema, cut, unsurprisingly, in 1977 as Cannibal, and then released in 1981 by Diran Films, which we've spoken about before, that also released uh, Brutes and Savages, under the name Cannibal again. So the film was cut by about 4 minutes 32. And um, the um, film was then, you know, re- reissued, you know, well, seized, had been reissued in 2003, with slightly less cuts at 2 minutes and 46. So these cuts are unsurprisingly to two things, the animal cruelty and the, the rape. So in this case, you know, both of which uh, would still be hot, but, but still be hot button for, for the BBFC. Certainly the animal cruelty would be. And um, they're very twitchy around rape scenes, although they probably would get this one go. The film is available uncut in the US uh, through Code Red and uh, Shriek Show on Blu-ray and on DVD. 
Um, and as I say, the the film has not been the the, the has not been released uncut in the UK. Obviously, you know you can get it these days because that's, that's the nature of the internet. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it it was released. The last release was like all the way back in uh, two thousand and three under the title Last Cannibal World in a uh, it's a pretty sleazy bad quality release to be honest with you it's a quite tired uh, DVD uh, print done cheap horrible cover it knows what it is <laughs> let's put it that way but you know nonetheless um, you know, it, 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 there is a lot of love for the film out there um, I think for myself um, what's most telling is Mimi Lay does the best she can with that the kind of roles that this kind of film gives her. Mashimo Foshi absolutely goes hell for leather. So um it's a really fearless um part for him. He's you know he's stripped naked, he, he shows insanity, he's vicious, he becomes he is believable into this descent, into this different kind of person. And, um, you know, for a film that really probably doesn't deserve as good a central performance, it has a very strong central performance in it. It's very difficult, as always, to recommend some of these cannibal films. Um, I know there will be people listening here who will just not watch it because of the, the animal cruelty. And that is perfectly understandable. Um, if you can rummage out that very crappy 2003 release, you'll be able to at least watch it without the animal cruelty in. Um, although its biggest shock with the rape is also missing. However, um, I mean, you know, in the less than salubrious world of cannibal movies, this is pretty high tier. Um, so, if you're into them and you've not seen this one, you should see this one. It definitely has that. It it it, it almost feels like the 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 crossover between um, these kind of ridiculous action in the jungle movies, which Lindsay started, and then when Diodato went bananas in the um, in the in the jungle and created Holocaust. It's somewhere in the middle, so you get all the the grimness and the cynicism but also you kind of get a bit of a jungle adventure as well <laughs> best of both well the best or the worst of both worlds depends on on uh, on how you look at it there is nothing you can do to prepare yourself for the total terror you will experience when you view carnivorous Anyway, if you want to get hold of me, please do. My email address is uh, videonastiespodcast.gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at, at orange underscore monkey, or you can go to the website, slashtarapodcast.com or videonastiespodcast.com. And um, they, all, all the podcasts are up there for you to hammer a rummage through and see if there's anything you want to uh, to watch. Um, I think a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I was on a, a different uh, podcast Um which was uh, the uh, Screaming Queens, a sleazy version, the kind of offshoots on that. That is, that show was all about 
Caligula two, the uh, the Joe D'Amato film, which is is I mean you think this shit's sleazy, that shit is equally even probably even more sleazy. So there's that as well. If you want to listen to that, um, interestingly enough as well, uh, obviously uh, Ubaldo Continiello, who uh, who did the soundtrack to um, Last Cannibal World, also did the soundtrack to another podcast, to another podcast, another. Um, film that I've discussed on that 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 show, which was a play motel. Uh, so uh, to give you some, so to give you some idea, that's a that's a n- n- probably not the best soundtrack comparisons, I suppose. Um. Anyway, next week we've got a proper film, like a proper. We've got a couple of proper films coming up actually, but uh, but next week we're going to be talking about the chance of Jimmy Blacksmith, which is. A strange choice for this list of them being honest, but um, but hey ho, there there there's been strange choices for the video Nazis list before we've, before today. Anyway, until then, take care. I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. seen a video nasty i wouldn't i have far too much how, how can you judge on a video nasty? Oh, you've never seen one i actually don't need to see visually what i know is in that film